Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the amazing Anna Kelly. How you doing, Anna? I'm doing amazing. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what you're seeing in your social media feed, uh, but my feed has gone from housing crash videos to economic collapse. And, you know, economic collapse is, is, a, is a scary word, no doubt. Um, I don't, nobody seems to define what it is. Um, so I thought maybe I should just ask you, I mean, are you currently sitting in a position where you think the United States, the world economy is, is going to collapse and maybe have a depression uh, 2.0 or Great Depression 2.0 uh, next year? Oh, I'm glad you said next year. <laughs> <Gets me excited>, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You I know, helped you out. Thanks. Um, I, I have been reading, If you, I don't know if you saw my social posts, but I posted I a bunch of books that I've been reading over the last two years. And I've been reading a lot about the history of the Federal Reserve, history of financial crises, and what the Fed and central banks have done to avert them, um, how they get out of them each time and how long they last, right? So yep. I've been doing a lot of studying of the past to say how likely are things in the future. And here's what I'll say. I am nervous about the future, not just for the United States, but for the globe in terms of more economic pain than what we've experienced over the last several years, right? We've had a, a pretty long run of expansion after the Great Recession, um, and we've been saying that we thought for a year, a year and a half, you and I've been talking about, we thought we're probably heading toward recession. Of course, the pandemic happened and that could have put us in a deep depression, but central banks coordinated and they got us out of it, right? And they always do. I'll say that. Um, whether I trust that they always can um, and that the the problems of the future and today are as easy to solve as they were in the past, that's another topic of discussion. But I do believe that we are heading toward more serious economic pain in the U.S. and globally um, than what a lot of people do. Am I stopping investing? No. Am I paralyzed with fear? No. I'm educating myself to say, what kind of things do I think could happen? And if those things happen, how do I hedge against them? How do I protect what I've worked so hard for, right? Protect my family. Uh, keep an income coming in? And then what amount of money do I want to keep liquid, you know, for that protection and to take advantage of opportunity? Because when there is crisis, there is also tremendous wealth and opportunity, tremendous wealth made through that opportunity. So I don't want to fear monger, but yes, I think we're heading toward much harder financial times, potentially a credit crisis. Um, potentially trade issues that cause an energy crisis, uh, potential war with China and Taiwan, Russia and Ukraine. 
distribution channels realigning, which makes things less efficient. Uh, costs continue to go up in those areas. And I think the real issue is, is the fact that we have so much debt in the system and so many derivatives. This is the part people aren't talking about, right? Um, that as rates continue to go up to get a hold of inflation, that debt cannot be serviced. And many companies, many small governments will start to go under. And that's really where I'm more concerned about is, is a credit and debt crisis. Yeah, because when I when I look at the scenario, um, you know, it's it's it, it sometimes it feels bad to say these things, but they're just true. Recessions are part of the capitalist system. They're a clearing function. They're a resetting function. There, yes. there's something. There's just like a forest fire. It's how you get out, get rid of the dead brush, so the so the strong things can continue to grow and and, and thrive. We. Uh, we, the, the central bank, the central planners, if you will, the central banks around the world have done their best to delay pain. Right or wrong, I don't get in. I don't I don't judge right or wrong. It happened. I have to deal with what happened. I, right. Judging is irrelevant to me. We are going to have one. We will have economic pain. I'm on record saying that 2023 could be the worst macroeconomic pain of my adult life. That includes the dot-com crash includes the great recession includes the you know 2018 uh, temper or taper tantrum and I, i've seen a lot so it doesn't I agree make with me you. Yeah. i agree so, with you but i also want to say that doesn't equal economic collapse i think people painting this vision of saying we're going to go back uh, to the great depression a 50% plus collapse here a, a, a this a that you know bread lines and there's just so much support around it it's going to be bad mm -hmm. it is going to be negative gdp we could see unemployment double right three, five to seven it's not my call surprise it could me. happen mm -hmm. yeah it wouldn't surprise me but again even at seven percent historically speaking that's not terrible right right that's that's also called 93 percent employed right so, you know you just flip the coin over so again I think the next year will be bad, but to, but you know to to paint the vision of a, a total epic uh, collapse is fear mong. It's it's the it's this this week's housing crash, right? And they've given up on that. That because I, I I get really triggered by that word economic collapse because I yes. think it pushes people into fear, Absolutely. and then they just sit on their couch and do nothing. Absolutely. I want people to realize that recessions, economic pain. Once you preserve yourself, i.e. 93% employed in the earlier example, it is the time to build wealth, calculate a risk, do yes. your homework, get your buy box. And if you don't, then you're going to be the same person five years from now going, I wish I did. I wish I yes. did. So Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And, and that's, you know, we talked about that a lot last week and this week as well. You know, if you hear doom and gloom and that makes you freeze, you're not reacting to it properly. If right. things collapsed, and we don't think there will be a collapse, although there could be a credit or debt crisis, there could be some pain, and I think there will be pain, right? If things truly collapsed, um, those that have the wherewithal to say, I'm not going to let this destroy me, but I'm going to figure out how to dig out of it and take advantage of it, like we did in 2009, right? Um, those are the ones that are going to be successful. So Anytime you hear potential pain, you've got to think about how would I react to that? What can I do to protect number one and 
grow number two during that pain, right? And so um, I'm, I'm watching some things, Michael. And again, what I have a little more, when I started really researching the history of financial crises and how the Fed fixed it, right? Their, their idea of fix and how things came back out. I really started to get a little nervous. I'm going to be honest with you, right? Not much makes me totally fearful and I don't get paralyzed in fear anymore. But I thought, man, because of the amount of debt in the system today, which is substantially more than the debt in the system in 2008, because of the derivatives that are unregulated, that are rely upon value of collateral that's going to go down, right? They rely on a stable treasury. They rely on, on stable interest rates. Um, I believe there could be a big credit and, and debt crisis, right? Um, which is going to hurt the people that are in a lot of variable debt. It's not going to hurt you and I, other than we'll see some some layoffs and 401ks may go down, et cetera. Um, it made me nervous. But I will say this, I've developed a little more confidence that not that the Fed and central banks will necessarily figure it out quickly or easily, but the fact of the matter is since before I've been born, I've been studying how they, they've dealt with these credit crises before, big debt crises before, asset collapse crises before, energy crises, war, um, currency crises, right? Most crises are either energy and trade, their currency, or their rates, right, that create these financial crises. The central banks around the entire globe get together and they say, we need to fix it so that there isn't a major economic collapse, right? There's pain, but they always get together and they come up with a new rule or a new tool to get people out of it, to keep people being paid, right? We saw during the pandemic, people lost their job. What did the government do? They gave us handouts. I have confidence that based on the goals of the globe, the goals of the UN, the goals of the United States, they don't want massive people in massive amounts of poverty. They're going to do what they need to fix the credit markets, to bail out those they need to bail out, to continue to give you checks to pay rent and unemployment and things like that. And so I have more confidence that they will do that again because they've done it forever, because society depends on you know, governments controlling, you know, money to enough that that most people are producing and doing well. Their nations need financial strength. So don't let fear make you go, the world's collapsing, I'm going to lose everything, and I have no no options. Bank on the fact that that the global leaders and the US leaders are not going to let there be severe panic and severe collapse like there was in the Great Depression. Times are different. Um, but prepare yourself for pain. And remember that every time you think about pain, you need to be thinking about opportunity. Yeah, closing this out, wherever there's great pain, there's also great opportunity. Anna, where can people find you? Great. You can find me here every week. You can find me on social media at Anna Kelly, REI Mom. And my website for coaching and masterminds is reimom.com. Thank you so much.